And we worked our way to understand that we needed to get this off the ground while COVID was happening because it was so relevant. People needed help. Businesses needed help. And we were super concerned that we we're going to see this mass closure of brick and mortar retail if, if we didn't come along and help them. Welcome to Startup Bear, the show where we discuss what it's like to build a tech startup and a startup ecosystem in a small city. I'm your producer, Ariel Delorier. Our host is Dan Gould, and today we're talking with Jesse Weave of Startup TNT and the winner of the Startup TNT Fall Investment Summit, Scott Love with Startador. You've heard Startup TNT here before, but we're back with the new local ambassador of Saskatchewan, Jesse Weave. Inspired by the amazing work done in Alberta, Jesse made that program a reality for the startups and the investors right here in his home province of Saskatchewan. The program ran over three months, working with local investors and startup companies to raise and invest $400,000 right into our local ecosystem. Joining us as well, the morning after the pitch finale, we have the number one winner of the program, Scott Love and Stradador. Stradador is a Regina-based tech startup providing retailers with a cost-effective, same-day delivery service. They secured $125,000 in investment funding through the startup team to fall investment center. Join us as we talk with Jesse and Scott about all the exciting that went down right here at Boffins Event Center at Innovation Place this fall. Welcome to Startup Phone. Startup Phone is brought to you by Innovation Place and Martin Charlton Communications. Jesse and Scott, welcome to Startupville. Thanks for having us. It's a delight to have you here on Startupville. It was a very big night for you both uh, with Startup TNT's Summit Fall 2021 and the outcome of it. Uh, we'll, we'll dig into that in just a second. Scott, have a quick coffee because Jesse and I are going to talk about Startup TNT itself. Tell me a little bit about the organization. Uh, we've covered this in a previous episode uh, a little bit, but how how is this now in Saskatchewan? Yeah. So yeah, you, as as you said, uh, Zach uh, was on a previous podcast, talked a bit more about uh, how this all started uh, out of Edmonton back in 2019. Um, the TNT and Startup TNT start, stands for Thursday Night Tradition. Uh, so it started as a Thursday night happy hour, and that's the night of the week we do all of our events. So that's why the summit uh, was last night. Uh, I'm sure you'll be listening to this podcast uh, a few weeks in the future, but we're recording this on a Friday morning here. Um, yeah, so Startup TNT coming to Saskatchewan specifically, though, was uh, uh, large part um, due to me coming into the role of uh, lead ambassador here um, in Saskatchewan. So I, uh, Zach talked about this last night. I, I About two weeks into the last summit that we did uh, in Alberta in Q2 of this year, uh, it ended in June, uh, I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. And... It's all going to go back to in person pretty soon, and if I want to be able to like hang out with this this kind of community and culture, I I'm going to have to be able to like bring this here to, to Saskatchewan. And I spent you know a, a couple of weeks after I started thinking about that, going out and and meeting great people in the community, uh, meeting some of the organizations like Collabs and Cultivator down in Regina where Scott is, um, and realized really quickly that. This province is like just brimming with talent. There's such amazing startups. There's great investors looking to invest in those startups and also like service providers and all kinds of just people that are interested in this whole community and have that same culture. Uh, they just haven't been brought together the same way that they're brought together over in Alberta. And so that's that's what inspired me to, to bring it here to Saskatchewan. And I 
really am dedicated now more than ever to making it happen and growing it even bigger than uh, than we made the last night. I mean, what a way to connect with people in this community in a format that makes sense rather than it feeling really forced and and really people feeling obliged. This is like, this is cool. Yeah. Um, and and I have to say that the, Zach is also just <laughs> another level cool, which I think also helps and invigorates and, and brings that energy um, to this as well. Um, we will talk more about Startup TNT um shortly and in fact maybe maybe if um maybe jesse if we could just talk specifically specifically about what um the what actually occurred last night and how we got to this point of you know uh, the contest and bringing it down to the finalists and what what the what the process was like Absolutely. Yeah. So last night was the culmination of uh, an eight week process, actually. So the, you know, when you watch something, the best way I like to explain this to people is it's like Dragon's Den or Shark Tank. Right. Except when the when Scott walked into the room last night and pitched to our dragons. Right. They had already done work on the company. They'd done that due diligence. They'd ask all those questions that they ask after the pitch on those shows. Right. And. So that final pitch, in a lot of ways, yes, it does help the investors make their decision at the end of the day, seeing the longer pitch and all of that. But it's really more uh, like a celebration of this process that's gone through and, and bringing it out to the community and say, hey, here are all these amazing companies that we've looked at. We started with 25 that applied here in Saskatchewan, 100 between all three of our streams that were running last night, right? And we cut that down to a top 20 that pitched back in October and then from top 20 to a top 10 to a top five, right? So we're showing Saskatchewan and the prairies in, in Canada and the rest of the world that these are the five companies we think right now are the best ones, right? And then at the end of the day, our investors do a, do a ranked ballot voting system. It was really difficult deliberations. Being in that room was, was tough. Uh, to, to everybody was having, you know, kind of weighing the different options because there were, and, and Scott will probably say this himself, like you, there was some stiff competition this go around it, especially here in Saskatchewan. And uh, if I can find ways to get the more funding down the road, I'm, I'm working hard to do that. So that's what happened last night is that we made an investment decision. And actually I wanted to announce here today, we're looking at over 300 K being invested total into companies here in Saskatchewan uh, from our top five through both the winner and side deals that we syndicate as well. That is fantastic news. And thank you for letting us know here on uh, Startupville. Um, I feel it's a bit of an exclusive. It's a bit of an honor to know that. Um, that is wonderful news. So uh, I suppose this is the moment where I where I bring Scott into this conversation. He's been waiting patiently. He avoided the coffee. He's probably still buzzing from last <laughs> yeah. night's excitement. Now, I'm intrigued. You're, you're a man who is known to have a really solid work ethic. You've been working, gosh, since since 18, I think it was. Um, was that with your parents' Subway? Yeah, so my parents got into Subway when I was 18 years old, and I went out and started working right then and knew that entrepreneurship was, that's what I was made for. I tried everything else and kept on going back and said, "Mm -mm, yeah, this is me. 
And uh, yeah, it's been 20, 25 years now that I've been in business for myself. I'm 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 intrigued because you've got this history in food, food retail. Um, so so in coming up with and in fact, I'll pause my question. I think the best thing we can do is you've got a fantastic video on your um, on your website. Mm-hmm. If we play that, because it's about a minute long, yes. and then we'll come back to the question. So here's the video. Okay, so that tells us everything about store to door. Um, you've got this food history. You, you're, uh, you know, an operator and uh, you know a leader in other organisations. Why now? Why this organisation? And and what was the piece that went in your head to go? Yeah, this is the time to do this. Because the public's ready or because the system's in place? What was it? Yeah, so going back to about 2018, I started angel investing in the you know the ecosystem here in Saskatchewan uh, with a group of individuals, just kind of friends. We each threw some money in, just similar to Startup TNT, I guess, um, formed, a, formed kind of an investment club. And, you know, I didn't know anything about tech at the time. And so, you know, as I was going through these pitches and, you know, sitting on the other side of the table, starting to learn and build relationships, some great individuals that are in our ecosystem. And, uh, you know, as I kept on going through that process, you know, I, I recognized late 2019, I was watching actually B&M Bloomberg and the, the CEO of London Drugs was on there. And he was talking about his business, how e-commerce is growing three, four hundred percent year over year. Things are great. But he had one big concern. And his concern was, is how am I going to get my product out of my brick and mortar stores in a cost effective same day manner so I can actually get this to my local people in our area? And so that was actually on New Year's Eve. That's exciting how exciting my life is. Um, and I was sitting, so I went to bed that <laughs> night, woke up in the middle of the morning. I, I actually I actually think that's quite exciting. When that when that spark happens, <laughs> it's the thing and you can't focus on anything. That's else. right. And so I and you get to start a new year with a great Exactly. <laughs> I, I woke up in the middle of the night, um, New Year's Eve, and I wrote the business plan for uh, the basic principles around store to door. And at that time I was in my other business. This was all pre-COVID. Everything was great. And that was just put on the shelf. And I started talking to some of these people that I've built relationships with, said, what do you guys think of this idea? They thought it was great. But again, it wasn't a priority. Then COVID hit. 
and it just decimated the business that I was in at the time. So I was just sitting there doing nothing. And I got a call from actually Kirk Morrison, who's this tech founder that I was talking with. And he said, hey, Scott, I think we need to take this off the shelf. It's really relevant right now. COVID needs us. And so we, you know, we started working hard on it. Kirk and I would spend a ton of time on it, you know, coming up with ideas. And we worked our way to understand that we need to get this off the ground while COVID was happening because it was so relevant. People needed help. Business needed help. And we were super concerned that we we're going to see this mass closure of brick and mortar retail if there if we didn't come along and help them. And so we launched in late uh, December 2020. And 11 and a half months later, we're here today, um, seeing tons of traction, we've changed businesses, we've helped them increase their business. And we're seeing such great results from it. So that's really how it started. And, um, you know, I'm so happy that I followed my get on it. And we're sitting here today and having great investors out there, you know, believe in what we're doing and have faith and trust that we'll continue this growth and take this thing to the level that you want to see it go. When, uh, I mean, firstly, before I go on to my next question, firstly, Kirk Morrison, um, what a powerhouse of a human being when it comes to doing things and investing time in things that are based around making things better for people. Yes. I mean, that's almost like at the heart of who he is. It is. Um, and, and that then obviously there's, there's an attraction between him and like-minded people who then, you know, gravitate towards each other to deliver these projects. And maybe there's iteration on the way, yes. but work on these projects to really bring that to, uh, to market. So uh, Kirk, firstly, that's my fanboy moment for yeah, Kirk. Kirk's amazing. And it, it was Kirk and I that started this, right? Like uh, we put in the times on the weekends and the evenings and the phone calls and just, you know, brainstorming. Um, and he had the, ex- like, I didn't have the tech experience. I'm a, a visionary. Right. And it's like, I have all these ideas, but I needed somebody on my side to be able to pull to fruition. And uh, Kirk was that guy. And I'm so proud to have him on my team and his whole venture team, which is Grassland Ventures. You know, um, they just support us in so many different ways. And how many times on Startup Phil, going back through the last blah, 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 how many ever series we've done so far, that when you get that balance right between someone who's got the idea, someone who's someone else who's got the technical ability, and maybe someone who's got, you know, and maybe these are roles rather than numbers of people, but but the, the someone with the financial uh, mindset, the opportunity mindset, the techni- technology mindset, and the communications, and bringing that all together is that kind of wonderful mix, and it can be two, three, four people. But there is a there is a definite formula that I have found over the last few years that has come together on the same day model. Going back, I mean, obviously from the accent, you can tell I'm not particularly yeah. <laughs> local, but one of the largest. Um, one of the largest uh, resentments towards London from places that are more rural. rural. Uh, and yes, we have the same, you know, everywhere versus capital city that right. we have here. Right. Um, but but in the city, you could buy something and it would be same day delivery and no one would even think about right. it. And it, would, it became the norm pretty much... I mean, for certain sectors, it was, you know, 20, 30 years ago. But but in the modern tech day, uh, probably about seven to 10 years ago, it was like same day delivery was that big jump that came. And it enabled smaller firms to really compete on par with, with the big guys. Yes. And 
to see your organization and that difference making that it brings for that same day and you know across such a wide range with you know the the pharmacies alcohol you know um you know shopping retail whatever whatever it is um sorting that logistics is is really a thing yes. bringing it back a second I've tried to get things moved from Regina to Saskatoon and I phone a courier and it's crazy expensive or, you know, I've even at one point phoned the taxi company and said, hey, can you can you please get this to over there? And it's been a nightmare. Was there no one in this space at all really looking at solving the gap between the bricks and mortar stores and, you know, getting items to the people that need the, the it. The way I explain it is that there was people maybe have giving a technology solution, but they didn't do anything for the piece of fulfillment. Or there was like local couriers that didn't have any technology, but actually did the fulfillment. So there's this big gap. And so what we did is we saw that as a big competitive advantages to us is that we provided both sides of it. And having visibility on both pieces was is key. I don't know how anybody else could do it because there is needs on a regular basis from either the driver standpoint, client standpoint, or our clients um, with requirements um, around the logistics of this. So yeah, like there wasn't really like we haven't really stumbled across anybody really passing through both um it's both sides of the spectrum um and that's where we're sitting in our little sweet spot plus we're we're trying to fly a little bit under the radar we're going after industries our icp is pharmacy um that's an, um, a sector that really needs it um it's a reoccurring piece of revenue technically for us because most scripts are filled every 30 to 60 days um we see um, these customers six to 12 times a year um so we see a lot of opportunity there and we're flying under the radar because right now it's only local couriers doing that business. There isn't a company like us doing it. So, you know, yeah, you know, it's really hard to find um, competition in our area. They're out there, they're regional, um, they're, they're festering, they're, you're doing things like us. And that's why it's so important to get investments like we are getting with startup TNT, because it's going to put fuel on the fire and continue us to scale as fast as we can to make that market share as big as possible for us. So you, you've got this business brain, which I appreciate a lot. And from an, from someone who's looked at, you know, the investment side of business and putting money into other organizations, as an entrepreneur, as someone who has bought something to market and made it work, as someone who's invested in other organizations and seen them grow and maybe iterate, maybe struggle and then find their way or whatever the direction is, you can't win them all. No. <laughs> um, what is the piece that you would say from your experience when it comes to going through the process of people looking at you with scrutiny, that level of scrutiny to really judge you, look at you at a macro level as, as to whether it is worth investing in you. And it, you're, you've got an interesting perspective because this is something that you've done to Absolutely. other people. Definitely, I think, you know, for me, it's always comes down to, are you going to go that extra, you know, to that extra piece to get it done? Um, I've sat there and not been able to pay payroll. 
Okay. And dug deep to figure out a way to do it, maybe not pay a bill of mine, whatever else it is. And those sacrifices are things that are character builders. Um, and that's what's going to take these things to the next level. And I think people see that in me now that I've gone through it. I'm, I mean, you can see I've got gray hair for a reason. Um, I've worked my butt off. At least off. you've got yeah, it. At least I've got it. But, you know, it's, you know. I'm not sensitive. I'm just, you carry true on. True enough, true enough. But, you know, it's those sacrifices that you get through and those trials and tribulations that build this character and build confidence and trust in people to invest in you, knowing that you're going to go all the way to the end to make it succeed. And I think that's really the key point. And that's what I look for when I'm investing in people. I also look for that for people on my team. Are you going to put your time in? Are you going to give it all? Or is it only because of one thing? It's because of that dollar. Because if it's only about the dollar, then that's not good enough for me. It's got to be more than that. So with me, it's more than the dollar. The dollar is actually secondary to me at the end of the day. It's about what are the results and what are we changing and how are we making the impact on the the whole populace, right? So that's that's me, and that's what I look for, and I hope that's what they're looking for too. So yeah. just on that, Jesse, I mean, you uh, through Startup TNT are involved in this process and these investments and, and uh, you know, the structure that's in place, but you also have your own firm, which is, deals in capital as well. From let's say you as your organization with we grow itself and startup tnt how does the process differ when you're looking at organizations or at the core of it is it the same well i mean we grow is relatively new i mean it kind of came about through the startup tnt processes how we kind of built the firm and learned about you know the ideas of family offices as they're often called in the in the angel investing in vc space where uh, you know, that, you know, families have some money and they decide to maybe pull it together with another family and manage it and, and deploy it uh, into a variety of different capital investments. But I think with Startup TNT particularly, like the, the overlap is one of the things that I love so much about the Startup TNT process is that I get to do it with other people, right? Is that when you're doing we grow capital just ourselves if we get an opportunity and we need to you know we can invest we have to do all the due diligence to take you know by ourselves it's a lot of time there's not you know i can maybe you know spitball it with a couple of friends or advisors in my network but it's not the same as when i know for a fact there's like multiple eyeballs on everybody's digging in they're posting their i you know ideas and thoughts in the slack channels you know other you know once we got to the top five alberta jumps in and starts adding their thoughts and and we're getting into deeper discussions and you know the the, the teams were formed and, and they kind of rotated a little bit so you know that there's different eyeballs looking at it and you get different perspectives because everybody around the table with startup TNT on the investment side is generally from like a different background. So you have someone that may be in insurance and or someone that did real estate. Uh, uh, the owner of a Canadian Tire uh, was one of our investors. Uh, I know the there's investors over in, in Alberta. They you know Popeyes uh, Louisiana uh, kitchen chains, right? So they've done that kind of model and their experience is as Scott alluded to, like that experience that you go through, like it provides such insights into like the best route forward, right? And whether or not the startup that you're going to be investing in is going to be able to get there. And then also at the end of the day, what's also so great is that you know that you're all, you're invested with all these other people. And if 
a problem arises or Scott's like, hey, does anybody know somebody in this sector? Well, he's got like 20 plus investors that are incentivized for him to succeed. So, well, absolutely, I'll make an intro for you to somebody that can help you grow your business. Done. Okay. And I love, that's what I love so much, so much about being a part of the startup team deep process as an investor. Okay. Final set of questions for the pair of you. I'm really intrigued to about you, Scott, um, in terms of starting in a family-run, family-owned uh, business, being a franchise, which is a different dynamic to a family-owned, self-identified, self-branded business. So what lessons did you take from from um, being in that business when you started at the age of 18? And what do you still – okay, slightly different. What, when you look back – was the magical moment where you went, I love business? Um, for me, what I learned in the franchising system, which I think is probably their secret sauce, is process. You know, build process, follow process, and you will get success. And I, I bring that into our business. We preach about it all the time. Make sure that we're setting ourselves up for a replicatable process. Doesn't matter where we go in this world, store to door can be successful. And I think, you know, for me, it was, you know, getting to, to work with individual people, um, you know, do deals, um, you know, get to know my customers. That's what really got me fired up every day. I love talking to the other side of the table. I love interacting and hearing great stories from our customers, people that have, you know, we've changed whatever else it is. It's from, you know, feeding somebody with a great sandwich um, all the way to, uh, you know, what we're doing today. They all have these things. And that's what gets me going every day to hear these success stories and that we're contributing to that. And that's what really got me into the business and continued it. Um, and it's opened up so many things for me. Um, but it's been very risky. And I'll, I'll be honest, I haven't won them all. Um, I've had some losses and they hurt. But you know what? Those are the things that I learned the most out of. Um, I don't win, I don't learn as much from the wins as I do from the losses. So it's very important to have those losses. And, you know, as an investor, I was, you know, very concerned with people that only had wins. Really, do they have what it takes because they've never failed before? Um, so, you know, it is important and people to say that they they will never want to fail. I don't I don't buy it. I think it's something that's really important, too. An absolute agreement from me here, too, on that statement. Um, yeah. I, investing in people who have learned by doing made those mistakes and picked themselves back up again and just kept going. Right. There's, those are the people that are one day going to like rule the world. Right. Yeah, I agree. And in that sense, um, because there's the familial connection with working alongside family and the relationships and the dynamics, Jesse, you also work with family. So in that sense, a lesson that you've got in drawing the line between working with family as a family member and working in partnership with someone who happens to be a family member. Yeah, I mean, that's interesting for me, too, because like you mentioned, we grow where I work with my father, but then I also work with my mother and my brother because they're creatives and they need help managing the business side of, of their operations. So I help with that as well. So the whole family is kind of all entrepreneurial, all, all in on ourselves. Right. So it, it does create an interesting dynamic. It's it's 
it's been a rocky road, I'd say, because it's relatively new, uh, us going through this process of kind of figuring out, uh, you know, where, you know, the line is for certain things. And when you're talking to someone more like this is business, I'm not like talking to you this way because I don't love you. Right. You're still, you're still my family member. You're still my mom. Right. But we need to have, maybe have like a little more critical conversation about the path forward here, um, and working on it. But it, and, and I think that's the great thing about working with family too, is that you do get that forgiveness, right. From the person is like, you, you know, there's an understanding there. And, uh, you know, sometimes there's also great cause you have a bit of a shorthand. You don't have to, uh, you know, kind of just give a nod or send a quick message and they know exactly what you're talking about and we can move forward uh with that so it, it's it's definitely it's a lot of fun uh working with your family it's it's not for everybody necessarily but i feel very uh proud and thankful and, and super grateful to, to to have a family that i can work uh with and be entrepreneurial and and then have these opportunities um like startup tnt to do investments and uh, jesse and scott thank you so much for joining us here on startup villa i want people to have the opportunity to get in touch with you we are if anything connectors so jesse how could people get in touch with you and find out more um, yeah, reach out on LinkedIn, Jesse Weeb, W-I-E. Um, you can also jesse at startuptnt.com. Shoot me an email. I'm happy to set up uh, a virtual coffee chat or meet in person uh, if I happen to be where you are. And Scott. Yeah, LinkedIn as well, Scott Love. Um, you'll find me on LinkedIn or scott at storedoorcanada.com or check out our website at storedoorcanada.com and we'd be love to have a chat. And my door is always open. Startup Bill is brought to you by Innovation Place, helping grow the tech sector in Saskatchewan, Canada, and is produced in partnership with Martin Charlton Communications at WeTellYourStories.ca. Our show is produced by me, Ariel Delorier, and our host, Dan Gold. Our theme music is from Gigi Riggs and Reactor Productions. Find out more about us and our guests at innovationplace.com slash startupville. And follow us on Facebook and Twitter at startupvillepod. Remember to subscribe and review wherever you listen to podcasts. It really helps us rise up the ranks. See you next time on Startupville.